0: Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a great victory to be able to praise Him in storms. It's not always easy, is it? How can I prove my love to Him? By conducting myself with joy amidst the trials that He and His wisdom allows to come to pass. Amen. 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 That's a beautiful quote. It's a beautiful quote. I mean those can be a trying quote. That's right. God bless you. So happy to be here tonight. Appreciate the opportunity to be able to assemble ourselves together again in the house of the Lord. Let's turn, if you would, tonight to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. <clears throat> how great, how wonderful is our God, and yet how Contrasting the king of the cosmos is Amen. to our father in his nature. Let's uh, look at that contrast again tonight. Philippians 2.5 Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. "...but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant." So it goes from the form of God to the form of a servant. "...and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross." Now from that, let me speak to you again tonight, Lord willing, on Satan, the opposite of kenosis. God can do this. Satan can't. It's not in him. He does not understand humility. He does not understand love. Think of it. Every person that lives for the devil tonight, they live for him without him loving them. He does not love them. He didn't love you when you were living for him. He didn't care for you. Right? He has his own agenda. He loves himself. Let's pray together. Our blessed Father, it's no wonder that the New Testament writers were so overwhelmed by your greatness. All of them were Jews. Most of the writers of the New Testament, so they had a concept of the oneness of God. They had a concept of predestination, the mystery of faith. But yet, Lord, of the way they were able to describe you, God is light. God is love. Our God is a consuming fire. By the adjectives and the way that they described you, it's clear to see through the revelation that you give to them, it was your person unfolded in such a miraculous way. They found it, no doubt, so difficult to even know how to cover the span of the greatness of your attributes. Lord, as we are here some 20 centuries later, And we are still doing the same thing. Songs have been sung about you. Multiplied millions of sermons have been preached about you. Poems have been written. Dreams have been dreamed. Visions have been seen. Hearts have been changed. And we have never yet to all this day been able to break in and scratch the surface of how great you are. We are so thankful tonight, Father. But we know your greatness is not covered just in how big, as far as we would say big, but greatness is expressed in humility. Father, would you take your word tonight and speak to us again. We know one thing. When we were born in this world, we had the birthmark of the first kingdom that was on us. Each of us were born with a spiritual birthmark. That birthmark was the nature of the world. Our first husband, every one of us coming from our mother were marked at our births as lost. But we believe we've got another birth seal after we received the Holy Ghost, which changed us father. So therefore we no longer want anything to do with Satan and his kingdom, but we want you and your love, and your will, and your sovereignty in our lives. Speak to us tonight, would you, Father? In the name of the Lord Jesus. And the saints said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now let's contrast this Philippians 2 with Isaiah fourteen twelve. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Listen to this now. Son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, or as I pointed out to you this weekend, it's Nehesh, which is soul, I will ascend Into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the Messiah's brothers or stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Does this sound like humility to you? Does this sound like a humble being? Which is desiring to please Almighty God? No. Guess what? He is the one who's dominating the world that we live in. He is the king of politics, He is the king of worldliness, He is the king of the majority of the Christian church. But He's not the king of the bride. Now, Lucifer, once he rebelled against Michael and his angels, and a great war broke out in heaven. Lucifer moves over into the north, into the north part of heaven. He exalts himself above the rest of these angels placed on free moral agency on the basis to be able to choose. And he deceives them. Now we know that in order to deceive anybody, you've got to have something that will overwhelm them. Something that will trip them up. Something that will confuse them in their mind. You may have an element of truth. It could be something that looks, that's just projecting something that's not really real. But in this state, they were actually deceived by his beauty. Now it seems unusual for the masculine form to be identified as beautiful. Because for the most part, we don't think of using the word beautiful to describe masculinity. But we think masculinity is more strong and macho, as we called it, and whatever more. But it was not Satan's masculinity. It was not him being macho and he thundered in his voice, you know, rattle the heavens. But it was his beauty. His overwhelming angelic splendor. Now I understand that for us as humans, most of us, most of you have said it this way, having never seen an angel. So all you can do is take somebody else's word for it or read in the Bible as to what you think an angel would look like. Now I've seen a few angels in my lifetime and they were different than what in my mind I thought they would be like. Like a man, but yet similar size of a man as I mentioned to you a month or so ago. There's one standing right there by that window about four weeks ago. He was a man, I've seen him before, but yet real brilliant in white garments, brown hair. But this angel must have been so magnificent. As a matter of fact, he was the height of the angelic creation of God. So in order to deceive these other angels, he's got to have either a a doctrine, an ideology. He's got to have something to be able to convince these other angels that he's worth following. Now we know that he of course, is the king of politics, so he he loves politics. He loves the election year. He loves to get folks to fuss and fight and argue. And believe it or not, he runs both sides. (laughs) That's right, so don't worry so much about being a Democrat or Republican, worry about being a Christian. That's really what you want to be is more so than than that. Because Satan is the king of politics. God hates politics, whether it's in the church or in the world. But now Lucifer, once he, he did this and he used his excellent personage and the glory that God gave him to somehow spin this about who he was then cause these angels to believe this spin. This is why he loves politics. Now he can cause a politician to get up in front of people and tell them the office pack of lies ever was. And then people will scream and holler and believe it. And that politician ain't got one, not one intention of carrying to pass hardly any of it. And he knows he won't have to. How do people get under that stuff? Demons. You watch the political rallies and you watch them as they rally around their man or woman, whichever it is, and you watch them as they scream and you watch that politician. Basically, they are preaching. Look at them. They will get up and they will preach and they'll preach their socialism or their democracy or whatever more that they're doing and they get the people all riled up and they give them promises and you realize what's going on? They're preaching. Well if they can get up there and preach lies, don't you condemn me when I'm trying to preach the truth to you because I ain't telling you lies. And I'm telling you right now, we've done won this election because God elected us. We don't elect Him. <laughs> so He loves to do that. And yet, the people in reality know much of what they're hearing. Oh, we're going to give you this free and that free. And where in the world's all that free stuff coming from? Since the government itself does not make money. The government itself does not make money. The government distributes the money we give to them. Come on, saints. So, uh, free this, free that. Where are they going to get it all from? Hello, Mister Miss Free. May I introduce to you, Mister Miss Free, tonight? You're the ones that's going to be able to do it. And yet, the people believe all that. Where does it come from? The same being. That exalted himself above angels in heaven and told them all the things he would give them. No doubt he was quite a preacher slash politician. And he was so convincing that we don't even know, actually, the number. Myriads is the word, one of the Hebrew words that is used in the Old Testament. When it describes the number, which is 20,000 times thousands, which goes out into basically an innumerable male. And the chariots of God are 20,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands and Jesus could have called 12 legions. So it's just a big number. We'll say it that. And we, we realize that he was able to deceive them. And by doing that, he wanted not only to let the deception remain there, but when God made a man and placed him on the earth, he wanted to convince that man to also become a rebel. Now, every one of us, when we are born lost, born into this world, we are born a rebel. Even if you're a Yankee, you're a rebel. Because in that sense, we're all rebels. Because we're born lost and we rebelled against God and what's the amazing thing about it is, and I know you won't want to hear this, but even as you get the Holy Ghost, your flesh is still a rebel. That's right. It wants to rebel against the Word of God. So Satan's desire was to be able to rise above the heights Of God's great universe and against his personality so his boast was that I will Allah I will exalt Allah I will exalt myself above the throne of God and the stars of God I will go up Isaiah said but God said no you won't you say you'll go up but actually I'll bring you down now remember it was the Spirit of God in Isaiah that was speaking to Lucifer which was in the king in the time of Isaiah. Now it's amazing when you look at this king how that he's actually acting out in mirror what Satan done thousands of years prior to this and this king Ismael, actually mirrors it on the earth. Well when it come to the time frame of Ezekiel we see the same thing happening again. It's been a few times on the earth that Satan actually took on the form of a human or he got into a human's form and actually was able to reflect his own kingdom in a miniature form under the dominion of a king on the earth. Now, we know they mirrored, of course, Antiochus Epiphanes, which is one of the Romans, also one of the Greeks that came down. So it it was Daniel 7, Daniel 9, Daniel 10. But it was a reflection of the Antichrist that will come in the tribulation period, which is Daniel 11. But there's been a few times on the earth that he was able to take over kingdoms. And I hope you understand that in America, that the headquarters of Satan moved several years ago. It was in Europe. As civilization began to expand and as they crossed the English Channel and as it began to travel with the sun, then also Satan decided to move his headquarters on the civilized part of the earth. Now the prophet tells us a few years ago that Satan moved his headquarters over to Hollywood, California. So from the west coast then he would start conquering for the last phase which would be the conquering right up to the tribulation period. Except this time it would not be socialism, communism, Nazism, fascism, but it would actually be through the worldliness of the fourth dimension of television. By that he would be able to bring people to a state of compromise to where they would lower their standards little by little by little by dress, by makeup, by homosexuality, by all these things. Put it on a movie, let it come into their home and they'll watch it little by little by little and they'll become desensitized to many of those things that they hate and just bring it in a little at a time and then let them find out a nephew's that way or a Niece, and then of course, that settles it for most people because if it's in their family, it's all right. No, it's not. It don't make no difference if it's your son, your daughter, your grandpa, or your mama. Wrong is wrong. That's right. But Satan will conquer. and his last headquarters before moving back to Rome again will be the last move, of course, will be from the United States, from Hollywood, back over to Rome. And from there, then he will come and he will set upon the rebuilt temple, the third temple, which will sit there in Jerusalem somewhere. And there he will show himself that he is God. Now, this has been his desire to be able to rule upon the earth and to be like God. This is what he asked the Lord Jesus if he would fall down and worship him. Now again in a miniature form this same thing is happening in the king in Ezekiel 28 moreover the word of the Lord came unto me saying son of man take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus now this is actually a king which is in this country of Tyrus and say, thus saith the Lord God thou sealest up the sun full of wisdom and perfect in beauty now once again the person of Satan is able to reflect himself in such a reflection and this king of Tyrus that God can anoint Ezekiel and speak to that anointing in the king as if it was Satan himself because actually it was. Now, as God has come upon the earth in and, and various times and made his Godhead known by various appearances in, in humanity and also pillar of fire and theophany and then leaves, so Satan has been able to come on the earth and be able to express a greater portion of himself than he did at other times. I honestly believe we're in that hour right now. Now, Ezekiel described the beauty and the perfection of Satan as God originally made him. He was the model of perfection. Now remember, he he was not created sin or created a sinner. He was absolutely perfect. And when God made him, God did not create him as being a prime minister or a magistrate of evil, but he was actually made in a very great elevated position, as Ezekiel goes on to tell us. So he was one of God's crowning achievements in the angelic realm. Now, God made them, of course, in degrees. There are cherubims, there are seraphims, there are zunes, there's different degrees of angels, as God created different degrees of of the stars and the planets and so on, as he does human beings, as he does flowers, as he does animals. So God created the angels in degrees, and they varied according to the creation of God in their power and their ability of what they could do. What's this in question and answers? The prophet said, what's the evil that controls the world this day? as we read Ezekiel twenty-eight, twelve, son of man take up a lamentation to the king of Tyrus and say unto him thus saith the Lord God now watch he's speaking to the spirit in the king yeah. see thus saith the Lord God thou sealest up the son full of wisdom perfect in beauty Satan See there how Satan was the most beautiful of the archangels. So you agree with me? This is Satan and the king. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now listen to this. I found this so amazing because in the Hebrew, this has been translated in this way. Thou drawest thine own likeness. Thou formest a portrait of thyself. The king of selfies. Now this is a being that's stuck on himself. Now, I never met nobody that's quite as bad as this, although I've met some that was pretty bad. (laughs) But can you imagine an angelic creature that was so caught in himself? Now, this is actually when sin began in the universe. When we don't know what day it was. Was it, was it millions of years in? Was it tens of millions, hundreds of millions? We really don't know. But one day in this loop of time, it was like he arrived to this knowledge and understanding. And he began to look around in heaven and notice that he was the most beautiful of all. It had never really stuck out to him before, but he began to compare himself to other angels. So him being the anointed cherub that stopped the approach, maybe it was his excellence, his brightness, the eminence of his person, maybe it was because he was allowed to stand by the right hand of God. We do not know. I've not found what the scripture says or the message projects it. But it was something about himself that caused him to come to this recognition. I am superior. I am greater than all the rest of the preachers. I mean angels or singers or piano players or songwriters. I'm the most beautiful woman. I'm the most handsome man. Don't you see where that devil comes from? Boy, it's going to be quiet here tonight. I can tell already. Now, what's this? In verse 13, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Now, of course, this could not have been the king of Tyrus. I remember several years ago, and there's a couple of brothers sitting here with me when I was called to a home to cast out a devil out of someone. As I walked in the door, this woman, small individual, and started screaming, and oh my goodness, it'd make the hair stand up on your arm. And she started saying, get him away from me. Get him away from me. As we continued to pray, that demon, with a man's voice, spoke out of this woman's body and said, I was in the garden of Eden. I was the one who deceived Eve. Brother, sister, you want to make sure you've got the goods? You want to make sure you've got more than the profession of being a preacher. Lest you leave with your clothes laying in the living room. Scratch marks and bite marks all over you. This is not a game. We're dealing with real demons. You and I are not fighting just imaginary battles. We're not here tonight to play church. We're not playing a game. This is real. Every time I read this, Brother Terry, my mind goes back to that voice as it come out. As he kept on talking, I, I made him shut up. I forbid him to speak. You say you have that authority as a son of God with the Holy Ghost? I do. I'm called to cast out devils. I'm called to lay hands on the sick. Well, come on, saints. If there's devils there, God's got people in the army that's called to deal with them. Is that right? Now notice, thou hast been in the garden of God, every precious stone was thy covering. The sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. Nine of the elements which are mentioned on the Urim sumum of the priest to represent the twelve tribes. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee the day that thou wast created. And the word tabrets is actually tambourines. And pipes is literally the holes in the musical pipes or flutes. So guess what? He was in charge of the music department in heaven. Now this is why he has always since the fall chosen the wrong kind of music to influence people. Mama, my, my, me and Carol was out th- th- this week looking for something, and we went to Walmart, and we went to another store, and another store, and was in three or four different stores, and every store we was into, rock and roll music, was going. And you said, what in the world is going on with this world? Well, you know who it is. It's the same old guy, Mr. Puffiness himself. That's right. That's exactly who it is. And he knows how to do it. Notice, I want to remind you, and also this little portion of the sermon will be directed down to the imps, to the lost demons, to every fallen angel who surrendered and forfeited his rights into the paradise of God. I would like to remind you tonight, you demons out of hell, this is your master that I'm speaking about tonight. In the day that thou wast created. Just as a friendly reminder from one enemy to another, your master had a day he started and your master will have a day he ends. to God oh glory to God but let me tell you tonight as the children of God if you have eternal life you never started on no certain day and you will not end on no certain day (laughs) praise be to God Watch God now take the lips of the prophet and speak to the person of Satan and the king of Tyrus. Thou art the anointed cherub. Thou art the anointed cherub. And people think because they have an anointing that they are so super special. (laughs) You're just on the devil's level just by having an anointing. You gotta have a life. You gotta have a desire for truth and a love for truth. The devil was not only anointed in the past. He is still anointed right now. Thou art the anointed cherub that cover us. The Hebrew word here is salkat. Look at what the word covers means. To hedge or fence about. To block, overshadow, scream, stop the approach or protector. Now the angels of lower degree... We're only able to approach the throne of God as the original protector would allow them to come through. It ain't no wonder he knows so much about God. He used to be his bodyguard. Imagine the bodyguard of a president, or the bodyguard of a CEO, or the bodyguard of a rich man. Wouldn't you think they'd know quite a bit about that individual? They'd know which door they'd come and go out of. They'd know which restaurant they would go in and out of. And, and this and that, because they're there so much, being around them. Now notice God says, Thou art the anointed cherub, which is singular for cherubim, which is plural. Thou art the anointed cherub that cover us. And oh yeah, just in case you're wondering how big you are, let me just place you back. I have set thee so. You didn't do none of this on your own. I'm the one who made you that. I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked. Up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You were part of the inner circle that was allowed into my inner sanctum. And I set you so. I anointed you to be that way. I gave you the topaz, the carbuncle, the gold. I gave you illustrious beauty. I gave you magnificence and splendor. I made you of the top rank in the realm of cherubim. Oh my. I gave you free access to my mountain. You could come and go as you please. And you guarded my throne. And you walked amongst the fiery stones. You preceded in your image the very priesthood which would come thousands of years later on your breastplate. Notice verse 15. Thou wast perfect in thy ways. The Lord sure wants him to remember that he had a birthday, don't he? That's why I've told you before that I like to sing that to him. Happy birthday to you. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day, the day. And saying with the beginning has an end. From the day. That thou, hallelujah, was created till iniquity was found in thee. What was the iniquity? Pride, Amen. arrogance, Amen. pomp, exalting himself above others. Amen. Oh Lord Jesus, help us. And where did this come from the day? So the sin that corrupted Lucifer was actually self-generated. No angels could give it to him. God could not now remember sin is absolutely not a creation. God could not create sin. But he could create a being that sin could come from. But only in a just way if that being will self-generate this pride, this arrogance. Praise be to God. Now remember, Lucifer in the beginning was totally blameless. Completely sinless. Perfect the heights of God's angelic creation now remember in the mind of God there are things that he'll project that will be necessary in the loop Pharaoh sickness disease all these things he knows that now from his mind he don't make them but he knows they'll be but there's other things that come from that eternal existence of his being and they actually don't start on a certain day. It's actually an expansion of himself. You see there are elect angels and there were angels that were created and put on free moral agency. That's why the prophet said you're a part of them angels that didn't fall in the beginning. That's why you've got a house eternal and the heavens not made with hands. Why it comes from him that expansion of himself. Oh Lord Church, do you understand your theophany is an expansion of God's own being. God it was not born when you was born it was not created in the sense the way other things are created in time it was an expansion of himself as Christ was the logos the pillar of fire now let's move over to Daniel chapter 10 Daniel chapter ten verse ten. Behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O oh, Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. And then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before God, thy words were heard. Wonder why the three-week delay. Notice now he wants to encourage him first. So he calls him greatly beloved and tells him, from the very first day you prayed your prayer and chasing yourself before God, thy words were heard. And I am come. Listen, children, you think the prayer of a child of God don't move heaven? For thy words, I am come. No wonder the Bible tells us the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man us much. Keep praying for your children. Keep praying for your wife. Keep praying for your husband. Keep praying for your deliverance in your body. Now you imagine Daniel as he's standing there in this state and the man is terrified. He's trembling. He's shaking. He was down on his all fours and the angel touched him and he kind of gets up on his all fours and his palms and his knees and then he tells him to stand up and he stands up trembling, shaking and he said, Daniel, don't, don't fear, don't fear. You're greatly beloved of God. God loves you. And from the very first day that you started to pray, God sent me. God sent me to come. The reason, Daniel, I'm even here is for your words. Because you had a prayer, glory to God, that needed to be answered. I was sent from the presence of God. No doubt as a man, as any of us would think, well, why did it take you so long? Why? Why? Now, I hope you understand this. When these angels who joined Lucifer, which fell from the original position under the name of son of the morning to being Satan, he never lost his anointing. That's why preachers have been backslid, can be in the pulpit, still get anointed, and living lives as contrary to the word. Gifts in the calling of God are without repentance. You have them before you ever get saved. Remember when Moses struck the rock against the word of God? Why did God do it? Because the people was thirsty. Preachers get up in the pulpit and preach, and they ain't even living right. Well, come on, saints. Don't get quiet on me. So he never lost his anointing. He never lost his preeminence. So he was able to persuade great many angels of high rank. Now all of the angels which he took were not angels of low rank. No doubt they were. That's some of the headache guys y'all deal with. I mean they're on you know scumbags on the bottom of the totem pole. They're little video guys. They can't really do a lot of stuff. And they were low-ranking angels. So they're assigned to low-ranking issues and politics and health and so on. But there are also high-ranking angels which are sent to high positions in politics. They're the ones that sent to high-ranking demonic warfare and also no doubt great diseases breaking out in the human race. So here this angel which we know by name is Gabriel. Now, he's a very high-ranking angel. Only a few angels that we know of by their name in the Bible. Amen. He's a very high-ranking angel. And he happens to be one of two of the designated angels to the Jewish nation. Amen. Now, he wants Daniel to know why. Maybe Daniel sounded thinking, brother Terry, tearing his mind. Why did it take you so long? Just like we would think, well, if I pray it now, why don't God just send it right on down? Well, he may be having to war through a whole bunch of things in order to get the answer to you. Now, it explains to him what the Bible up to, to the book of Daniel, from the book of Genesis on, remained very silent on. And that was the dominion, the principalities of darkness, and how they war in the air. Actually, the heavens are contaminated. With these demons. Satan is actually called the prince of the power of the air. Right? Tornadoes, hurricanes, all those things, one day they'll cease to exist. Now, watch this. He says, The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes came. You mean an angel of God, Gabriel? Gabriel, the angel of God, needed help. Why? Because the prince of Persia outranked Gabriel but he didn't outrank Michael now I may go through a lot of things and there may be demons that's assigned to me and they may be powerful dudes but I've got another rank and hero that lives in me greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world now, your devils, your battles, are the things that come against you, I don't call them your devils because they ain't yours no more, but devils that come against you and the evil that fights against you. It may outrank you as far as an individual, but if you've got the Holy Ghost, that is deity inside of you. Now, I want you to notice that, that the angel identifies a prince, of the kingdom of Persia. So here was the prince of the kingdom of Persia. He withstood me one in twenty days. But lo Michael one of the chief princes came to help me. And I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now, remember, God is dealing with Israel, but now, of course, Israel is under the diaspora, which is the, the dispersing of them whenever they're forced out out of the Babylonian captivity. And then they go from one to another to another. So this is when they're going to be dispersed among all the nations that God said they would do because of the rebellion and sin. But yet, God still was watching over them, and Daniel, of course, being a prophet of God, he was at this time. He's now about eighty-five years old, and the man is seeking God. Lord Jeremiah said, after seventy years, that we're going to go back. So the Babylonians have already been conquered, and now the Medes and the Persians have conquered them and taken over. And Daniel began to pray, Lord, isn't there a sign of the end time? Isn't the end of this somewhere close? Oh God, help us. Help us that we'll be ready, Lord. Isn't there a message of the hour? Amen. Isn't there a message of the hour to let us know where we are? What was it? The message of the hour was the 70 years of captivity was almost over. And God took a prophet and began to anoint that prophet's heart. And he began to pray. What for? Not only himself, but for his people that was there in the land of Persia. Now remember, he was a great wise man because of his insight. So Daniel prayed and God heard his prayer. God now dispenses Gabriel. Gabriel starts down, he leaves the heavenly gates as we'll say, and he starts down entering into the supernatural realm, and he comes down over the land of Persia, and when he gets over the land of Persia, here is a mighty prince. A demon. And this demon outranked Gabriel. So him and Gabriel, started fighting Now you and I of course don't have a clue how angels fight and what they do But what we can do is watch what goes on on the earth because now remember these demons affect the humans on the earth as These angels affect the humans on the earth So what's going on is part of the the diaspora has already started breaking, and part of the Jews, by now, have already started back to the land of Israel. But the prince of Persia, the demon over the Persian kingdom, is trying to move on the magistrates he 's trying to move on the unbelievers Sanballat, and all of them over in the land of Israel, even though they 're not in Persia. the demon over that over that region is actually trying to influence the people of God and keep them away from their inheritance. So what's he doing? He's moving on the provincial rulers, on the governors, on the kings. So notice now, the prince of Persia is trying to anoint the natural kings of Persia so it will harden their hearts against the people of God. But when God gets ready, you got to move. Amen. Isn't it amazing that all of these years that prophecy had laid there. And now the brink of it is fixing to break open. And the seal of that word of God. Hallelujah. Remember Jeremiah said seal it up. You will buy houses again. You will sell houses. It was about time for the seals to come open. And it was a prophet of God that caught the time. And said it's time for the seals to come open. What did it do? It give them a understanding hallelujah that they was going to own property again well let me tell you something the seven seals just ain't a black book with a bunch of sermons on the inside but the loosing of the seals is to let you know it's time for you to claim your property your property of eternal life the baptism of the holy ghost healing for your body your children your loved one the seal has come open in the end time it is but all hell will stand against you all the demons will fight you to keep you from it no doubt they begin to sense such pressure that they never felt The provincial governors in the land of Jerusalem hated him. Had people in the political reign there in the capital that hated him. You know, in reality, some of those people had no reason to hate him or really no reason to love him. It all depended on which influence they was on at which particular time. You know as well as I do, God has given you favor with some people and they shouldn't even have done it. He sent an angel your way. And there's other people that really have no reason to dislike you or no reason to hate you. And all it was, was nothing but a demon of this area or a demon that's over your workplace or whatever more. And they got on them people and caused them to hate you without a cause. Now, this time frame is 538 B.C. Let me share this with you. Shortly after the first group of Jews had returned to Jerusalem in 538 B.C., Daniel, remaining in Babylon, had another vision of the future. Daniel would have been at least 85 by this time. So this angel of darkness, which was identified as the Prince of Persia, He was showing and displaying his power, but he was doing it through via the kings of Persia. Isn't it amazing that politics, how that it works in the world, it's no wonder that the Bible tells us to pray for kings and rulers, that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. Oh, I know some of y'all just fatalists. You just leave it to fatalism. Well, whatever is going to be is going to be. Why should I pray for him? I, I think we've been foolish on that myself. I think when elections come up in our nation, we need to pray God. You know who needs to be in there. I don't care if you're a Democrat or you're a Republican or you're a fat cow or a fat sow. That should not make a bit of difference when it comes to your soul friends lay aside your politics let's look at the reality of the word I'm neither democrat or republican never have voted and I don't plan on voting now but I'll tell you what I do do I pray Lord, you know who needs to be in that White House, but I'd like a few more years if I'm here to be able to go to church if I can have it. I'd like to have Supreme Court. I'd like to have people in there that'll still let us be able to worship if we can have it. Some of y'all just sat around, well, come on, tribulation. Come on, tribulation. But I say, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. I want to still be able to go to church. When the hour arrives, I'll obey. than me going to the boating box <clears throat> <clears throat> my, my, my. so here's Daniel praying praying oh God where are you day one day two day three day four On for a week, now then two weeks, then three weeks. And finally the angel breaks through. Notice this in Victory Day. Brother Bram said you go to Finland you find a loyal spirit. Kind of like everything is honest. We must pay off everything. It must be done. It's just got to be that way. No matter how hard they have to work, what it costs, it must be that way. You come to America and you find a big ha 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 ha. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the American spirit. Somebody tell a dirty joke on the radio and everybody laugh at Ernie Ford or some of them cracking jokes that they have, you know, everywhere. Arthur Godfrey and that group like that. And see, that's the American spirit. You find it that way. And then those spirits. Ah. So them spirits get jealous of one another. Why? Foundation of their kingdom Is jealousy. So they live out the epitome of the foundation that their king built his kingdom on. Right? now whenever you look at this he says these spirits get jealous of one another and that's what they do they cause war that's right you see every nation is controlled by Satan so whenever the UN meets together and what happens in our world wars well the spirit of Germany got jealous against the spirit of America and then a couple of them demons was able to get together and then after they settled World War I there will never be another war was well, in hardly no time they was in another one Now maybe the people really intended and thought that there would be no war. But it's not men that makes those calls. It is the supernatural world that we are all influenced by. And the spirit of America gets jealous. And the spirit of Islam gets jealous of America. And them demons must hate one another. Now Islam, true Islamists call Americans the great Satan. Real Americans call Islam the great Satan. What are both of them? Great Satans. Right. Because the same devil controls both. But inside of there, no doubt, there's some good people and they're doing everything they know to do. But it is not by the declaration of man that we will have peace. It is not by the declaration of the Pope. Peace will only be here when the Lord Jesus comes and empties out the fourth dimension and takes these devils right here and throws them down in hell. You say while there'll be peace in the millennium, they will be took out of the realm of the heavens, and their boss will be held down there in a chain that he won't be able to work no more for a thousand years. Hallelujah. So here come this prince. Of the kingdom of Persia and he attacked Gabriel with this message to Daniel. Now he's not only coming to Daniel but he's coming to anoint the thoughts and the hearts of these rulers in Persia. This is why that he would have one of his prophets to call one of their kings by name over a hundred years before he was ever born. Cyrus, my shepherd. You know the history of Cyrus. You know that Cyrus' his life was threatened. He would have been killed had he remained with his parents. But instead, his parents gave him to a Poor family who raised sheep. So Cyrus became a shepherd. (laughs) Really, in reality, there was nothing that should have joined Cyrus' heart to the Jews. There was nothing naturally that should have moved him any more than all the rest of the peoples. Because now, these world kingdoms, they would go in and they'd conquer the Medes, and they'd conquer you know, the Babylonians, and they'd conquer the Assyrians, and their gods, and their city. They had all kinds of people that was in their kingdom. The Jews were not the only one. But you imagine one day they'd just get up, and they're getting ready to shave, and eat their breakfast, and all of a sudden they just feel this warm feeling. I'm gonna let the Jews go back home. I love them Jews. I never really thought about them before, but I love them. And that demon over Persia said, "What? No, no! Look, friends, I know you think I'm crazy." I'm gonna verify it for you further. I believe if work gets so bad in Johnson City, every place in here shuts down. There ain't no more work, there ain't no more converters, there ain't no paint to be found, there ain't no work to be found. I believe God can move upon a Japanese heart over in Tokyo, Yamahoto, Big Toe, Ramato, whatever his name is, and say all of a sudden he gets up one morning, say Johnson City, Johnson City. We're going to set up a tire factory in Johnson City! And he said, where is Johnson City? Blessed be the name of the Lord, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. May the angel of God visit that hospital tonight up in Virginia. My friend, my buddy, my pal. Dear God, you see this demon that's attacked my brother Ron's body. I believe you're just as concerned tonight, Lord, as you were about your people in the days of Daniel. We know we're not dealing with just cells and multiplication of cells. We know who it is, Satan. In the name of Jesus, you are a defeated foe. We call the name of the Lord Jesus. Gabriel got in trouble and called on Michael. We get in trouble and we call on the Lord Jesus who was that Michael pre-incarnate stage. Father God, I call upon your holy name tonight among your children. Right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for those who are sick in this building, those who are weary, those who are oppressed, you demons of darkness that will try to hinder God's people and hold us back from our inheritance. The seals are open. It has come to make known our inheritance in the end time. We have become the people of the open book. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And we are here to say to you, Satan, you are a liar. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. I and mean, he's got a need in your life tonight stand to your feet raise your hands in the presence of god in the name of jesus ask hallelujah hallelujah whatever you ask in my name i will do it if you abide in me and my words abide in you children don't you understand when we come to church like this both of those powers are here those evil spirits try to make you sleepy. They try to make you tired. They try to make your mind wander here and ramble there. There's a battle going on. But the angels of God are here as well. Hallelujah. How will the battle go? It will depend on your faith. Amen. If we believe our God is here. We believe our be the prince of Johnson City or the prince of Kingsport or whatever he is but I say tonight in the name of Jesus he is a defeated foe the prince of cancer and the prince of blood pressure and the prince of all these things that he's tried to put on the people of God God never sent Gabriel God never sent an archangel but God came himself in the farm of kenosis. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Lord Jesus. Oh my, the prophet of God told us if that word can become so alive in your heart that you speak to that sickness in your body and tell it to leave you. Hallelujah, quit calling that diabetes my diabetes. Calling that cancer my cancer quit calling it my blood pressure quit claiming it is yours hallelujah speak to it tonight in the name of Jesus oh glory to God if the same who spoke his word can speak that word out of your lips it'll leave you right now in this place and you'll walk up glory be to God hallelujah hallelujah Lord make it real to us in our hearts Lord Jesus Blessed be your name, Father. Blessed be your name, Father hallelujah lord we're here to humble ourselves in your presence lord we're here to say tonight we're nothing lord god oh jesus we want to humble ourselves so you can come help me to get out of the way right now lord god help each of us to lay our thoughts aside to lay our mind aside lord god that your anointing can sweep through this place right now father those that need the baptism of the holy ghost may Right among us now, Lord. Those that need a refilling, those that need a healing, those that need a deliverance, now in the name of Jesus, may the Spirit of God minister to you people, Lord. Not only those that are present here, Father, but those that are streaming the service in their home, in their car, in their hospital. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus. same Lord Jesus your power is just as great now Lord as it was in the days of Daniel in the book of Acts father it's the same right now Lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh God, we bless your name, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. I'm sure, friends, most of you know it, but you probably heard that Brother Ron, they told him that this cancer has moved up into his brain and they're going to perform surgery on him on Friday. I believe if it so pleased God, God, our God could go right in that hospital room this night. And perform the surgery. He's the first surgeon. It's a very serious surgeon. I know they would appreciate you remembering in prayer. I mean his needs and that in your life. Your home, your family. Maybe your children. Oh Lord God. Brother Darrell, would you care? Come up buddy and pray for us. If you wouldn't mind... Would you mind laying hands on each other? I know you're worried about the flu and corona and all that other thing. Let's just lay our corona fears aside a little bit. Let's lay our flu fears aside. Glory to God, the presence of the Holy Ghost is here to heal, deliver. Glory to God. Glory to God.
1: Let's just pray together. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father God, Oh Lord God, the words we heard tonight is true, dear oh God. Jesus, we are the people of the Open Book. This is the hour of the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God upon the earth Lord, Lord that we take our rightful position dear God even as Shevgard came to maturity Lord and stood there that day against the 600 Philistines who tried to take what was his dear God but he took an ox goat and stood upon the promise of the word of God that had been given to him through his father Abraham Lord that his seed shall possess the gates of his enemy and oh God tonight we believe Lord that we are the royal seed of Abraham through the blood of Jesus Christ and we stand here tonight upon the promise of our inheritance as sons and daughters of God that these signs shall follow them that believe that they shall lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover and we believe that promise is true tonight without an emotion dear God without a sensation but solely upon thus saith the word of God tonight we stand upon our God given promises as sons and daughters of God and we say to our enemy no more we say to our thryness, no more we say to sugar diabetes no more we say to oppression depression cancer the afflictions that the enemy would bring about God's people we say no more in the name of Jesus Christ we claim our God-given right above the basis of God's word and we stand upon it tonight and we call it down dear God we call it down upon the people let it rain upon them tonight liberate your children gates of hell give way tonight for the voice of the bridegroom is in the bride he speaks words of life he speaks words of health tonight he speaks uh, we're the son of God by faith takes the word of God into his heart and speaks it back upon his lips it's just the same as deity speaking every mountain has to oh hallelujah every mountain has to move oh father God tonight we in obedience to your word in obedience to the commission given to us as your children we lay our hands tonight flow through us Oh, God, we lay our hands upon our brothers and our sisters. Oh, God, let us be a conduit. Let us be a channel tonight that the Holy Spirit can flow through. Oh, way maker, promise keeper, chain breaker tonight. Oh, hallelujah. We call upon you, Lord, confirm your word tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand as the liberated people of God we stand tonight dear God as your bride represented upon the earth a body hast thou prepared me oh Lord God we believe tonight that we are that body for the continuation of the ministry of Jesus Christ in the last days making you the same yesterday today and forever oh Holy Spirit tonight oh Lamb of God tonight hallelujah 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 we thank you Lord Jesus we receive it tonight. Flow through us, Lord, one to the other. Oh, may it leave them tonight. May the chains fall off tonight. We're free. We're free. The blood of the Lamb hath made us free. Hallelujah. Grant it tonight, Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, Lord Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise your holy Amen. Just name, raise blessed your hands God. now. Thank you for it. Thank you, just Lord thank you Jesus. Tonight. Thank Amen. You, Lord just Jesus. thank you for your healing. Thank oh, thank you, hallelujah. It's the promise of his word. They shall lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Don't worry about the time element. Don't worry about it. Just look to him tonight in the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 oh jesus flow through his holy spirit confirm your word tonight oh god let the shem guards rise tonight lord let the shem guards rise tonight and claim their god given heritage lord this is our land this is our people it's our promise lord we pray tonight
2: Keeper, my light in the dark Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want.
0: When I got married to the word of this hour, he broke the shackles of sin from the devil's power. Oh, when I got married to the word of this hour, it's the best thing I ever, ever done. You see, my first husband—he was so mean to me. Yeah, my first husband—he was so low down and rotten and mean to me. But when he died and I got free, Jesus pursued me. Oh, best thing I.
2: Ever ever done
0: Praise God Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Praise be to God Praise be to God I hope you recognize Who was in our place tonight Glory to God The prophet said it one time The angels of God are standing by these pews to minister to the heirs of life. They were here tonight, friends. As a matter of fact, they never leave you. You're a camping. You are a camping memorial for the angels of God. They encamp about you. They never leave you. They're assigned to you. All night, all day, angels watching over me, my Lord. All night, all day, angels watching over me, all night, all day, angels watching over me, my Lord. Oh. lord jesus hallelujah hallelujah oh glory be to god i mean it can say it's been good to be in the house of the lord hallelujah
2: hallelujah
0: hallelujah oh glory to god oh thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. That's <laughs> me, Lord. Hallelujah. I want hell to hear me, Yes, Father. I want hell to know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, somebody else drunk, I guess. Hallelujah. Well, glory. He's God in the Father. He's God in the Son. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Say it for his I bless you, Lord, for oh, you brought me. Oh, yes, you have. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your visitation, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're going to go ahead and praise you right now, Lord. There's some folks got healed here tonight. There's some folks got delivered. Not only that, there's some folks out on the internet that got healed and got delivered as well. Because our God is a mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus we praise you we love you go with us now Lord we have to depart this place but we're so grateful we don't have to depart from your presence bring us back again Lord this weekend if it be pleasing to you we look for you to speak to us once again from your word Lord Amen we love you with all of our hearts in Jesus name and the bride said praise be to God if you don't have anything more important to do or any better place to go Saturday and Sunday we plan on serving the unfailing body word of the son of man (laughs) Rollie! and just for your excitement and, and anticipation as well there will be intoxicating beverages being passed out by the Holy Ghost I, 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 I think they're already here a little bit tonight don't you Woo! don't y'all get arrested because I never believe you've been to church God bless you saints love you in the Lord stagger on out how great
2: is our God sing with me how great is our God oh sing How great, how great is our God